Weird Things is brought to you by patreon.com slash weird things. Support the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Weird Things podcast. I'm Bryce Castillo, hosting uh, for Andrew Maine again this week. I'm joined once again with Brian Brushwood. Hello. And Justin Robert Young. Well, hello. Hello, everybody. Uh, Hello. Andrew's Andrew's out moving. He's moving today. He's or, migrating northward. He's moving. Mm-hmm. He's shaking, been, celebrating. He's been, Alberta. Uh, been, uh, he said he said goodbye to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yep. As uh, Billy Joel once sang, uh, and he's uh, becoming a Bay Area boy, uh, moving on up to the East Bay. And those Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yeah. But uh, uh, meanwhile, somebody's got to flip these flapjacks. That's right. Uh, we're here. Spatula's out. Yeah. For Harambe. You know what spats, I saw? Okay. Spats out for Angie. This, just, just. Andy's spats. really quick. Andy Spats. I saw a TikTok today from a grill cook at Waffle House. Okay. Yeah. Did you know that they do this? They track how much um, profit you make for Waffle House. And then they give you shirts based on it. Like this guy was like, oh, yeah, I got my $2 million shirt. And it's like a nice black shirt and it's got like leak like shiny gold leaf on it and stuff i did not realize that there is was it, such a, a system behind waffle is that gross or net gross i think okay but he was but but he was up there he was he was really proud of it and it made me go like oh man next time i'm at waffle house i'm gonna keep an eye out for that because that, that actually seems like a pretty big deal well what if we do that with views would, would you rock a shirt with with number of views yeah if it's at a like a special point if there's like a billion view mark or something yeah, we're not there yet but well, ha- where, how do you feel about a half bill you mean 500 million yeah i'd be yeah. that okay but that one's a crop top oh okay. yeah <laughs> it's halfway so half- you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta have your beller button out <laughs> well thank you everybody for joining us i got a weird story for you you remember steve jobs is that yeah. right uh, steve jobs yep the yep. famous tech guru apple computers i believe mm-hmm. uh he invented three things and then got lazy and just decided it was one, one. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I don't. Yeah, geez. I'm just gonna make one thing now. I don't like it's, excuse. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna make one thing. So a few weeks back, uh, I, I guess there was some sort of a, a state auction or some sale um, from his California home where he founded uh, Apple, um, and they auctioned off a pair of his famous Birkenstock sandals. Uh, they were pre-worn. <laughs> they uh, went for a good amount of money. How much do you think? Steve Jobs, uh, oh, geez. worn M- sandals. Versus, okay, right? okay, okay. Millions? Um, number one, it's an artifact from a human who transformed the planet. Number two, probably smells like his feet. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like one is a 3x multiplier <laughs> to yeah. the other. <laughs> yeah. And also the audience, right? Like you're going to get not only big money in tech. Yeah, but also anybody like Steve Jobs, the the patron saint of of the like. See, this is why this culture. is why Steve Wozniak was the wiser of the two because he was always riding a Segway, and, and so yeah. Do you and think so his, his feet sandals smelled better or worse than Steve Jobs? They Great smelled question. elevated because he was on the Segway. Because he was like, like four like, inches like up, six inches. But he yeah. was. They were also vibrating. Like as he's like right. If anything, he's standing on them more because he's standing the entire time on both feet. Can can we take a moment to to contemplate the segue just just for a moment? Sure. Yeah. When's the last time? When's the last time that I was on a segue product? Uh, that you even saw one. 
I've not seen that, one in a minute. When's the last time somebody said the word segue to you? Well, I mean, they really had not a, not in a connective tissue. No, 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 no. Between I'm, I'm, one I'm point and you. another. Yeah. No, no, no. Segway uh, is is one of the the big scooter companies that that uh, that had the, the the scooter revolution, like the birds and the limes and everything. A lot of those are Segway scooters. So I have actually heard of the Segway brand more recently uh, than than when, than one might think, but. But not uh, this, not the Segway product not, that we're not, thinking of. Not the, not the one that, that, yeah, that, that you. Um, wow, so that, that Segway we, really only just makes scooters now, huh? Yeah, they're a scooter company. Oh, they should get back to the the the, 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 the stupid little thing that we're talking about. Yeah, but nobody liked that. Yeah. <laughs> so they instead just said, <laughs> "Oh, what we do know is motors did, and electric." Did Job kill the Segway? It was certain, certainly of its era. He was a very parodyable character. And oh, like I would, that I sounds would say, like a yes. Yeah, Joe. Oh, gotcha, Joe Bluth. I yeah, thought, yeah. Oh, I thought you said to, Joe. To, to I thought you meant like Joe Biden, the biblical character. Oh, Joe yeah, Biden. No, no, no. And and don't turn around. And uh, I'm. Corn Bob was a bad You're scooter. Right off on a Segway. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I I feel like I haven't seen Segways yet. How? Okay. So back to the sandals. If, uh, what if I tell you this? The starting price was sixty thousand dollars. Too low. Too low. Oh yeah, no, I I think it got over a million. I, I'm gonna put it at 2.5 million. Just gonna say 2.5 million dollars. You think of those people who's who's trying to big. Where's Burks? Who's who's trying to big spatula each other when Birkin. when they're. Can, do you want to uh, see a picture of it? What what, what uh, can can you tell me like like how long he wore these? Was this a year or is this one that was in rotation? Uh, very good point. They are dating back to the mid 70s. Uh, this. Uh, auction did set a record for the highest price ever paid for a pair of sandals. Uh, quote, this is from the listing, the cork and jute footboard retains the imprint of Steve Jobs' feet, which had been shaped after years of use. And we've got a picture of them here. I don't know if they come with the Pelican case, but I'd like to believe that they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if that's where so, they drew the line. <laughs> Pelican case not included. Yeah, no, yeah, you, you spent whatever you spent on it, and then you got them thrown at you like you were George W. Bush. L- listen, we need to infiltrate a very particular tech company, and we need you to blend in perfectly. Here's your equipment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin says two point five milli. Bright, what do you think? Uh, oh no, uh, seven seven hundred. Seven hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. Brian's closer. Brian's closer well, by a good bit, right. but you're both 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 off quite by by a good bit. These were auctioned off for about two hundred eighteen thousand dollars. Says Julian's auctions. It seems like a bargain. Yeah. It does seem pretty low, but they're also used shoe. They're you like it, I feel like it would break a million if it was one of his turtlenecks. Because well, that's, that's but, more frameable. That's what seems. Yeah, yeah. a million of those, though, right? How many Birkenstocks did he have? I'd imagine fewer than turtlenecks. Mm. <laughs> I, I feel like he but puts it, on a new turtleneck every day. He maybe doesn't put on a new pair of Birkenstocks <laughs> because once you get the groove in, yeah. you're pretty happy with them. But I guess uh, th- those two things, I think, are not the same time period, though, right? He's wearing the turtlenecks, but he's wearing sneakers on stage. Well, no, that's this, on stage. On but, the stage, but, but this yeah. is, you know, like him in the lab mixing it up, <laughs> telling telling Johnny Johnny Ive yeah. like like no 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 rounder less buttons uh, more fire wire ports go. But I only want but I want buttons and ports. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> if you bring me one more button, I'll throw you off this airship. I'm inventing my own lore. Uh, yeah, so this these sold for $218,750. For some reason, they included an NFT. Um, well, this wait, this wait, sounds wait, 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 no, like no, no, a ding-dong place. This, this sounds like a fly-by-night clearinghouse. I don't like them. <laughs> But the NFT is is at least authentic. Like like, imagine it's instead of saying NFT, you said certificate of authentication, mm -hmm. right? Like like, I feel like there's a place for NFTs. Oh, I guess so. Oh, but I, I would I, assume I, I'm still bullish on digital collectibles. Like I, I still do think that like beyond the uh, uh, hysteria of of what they were initially, the people are going to find reasons to kind of have NFTs matter. But uh, I don't know. I, I just like who did this. What 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 what? Thing? Um, Julian's auctions ran the auction. His uh, the the house um, was named a historic site in 2013. So, um, I, but I, there's not more information about who's why. getting money. Who's getting money for this? Is this? I have to assume it's a state, right? The state. His estate. Like he's got a oh. he's got like kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know the kids he ignored growing up. Well, no, but they he. He made up for he it in ignore. the movie. Yeah, no, no, no. He made up for it by naming a computer after a kid that he met once. Yeah. And then he turned her into a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> he did. A little yellow girl. Uh-huh. Big spiky hair. This is, I, 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 I don't like any of this. <laughs> Samson's. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a few more stories here for you. Oh, thank got a lot God. Of you guys have probably seen um, the chat GPT Um uh, a thing. Yeah. Have you heard? Hold you've heard the word? on, yes. everybody. Look to your left. Everybody, look to your left. Look to your left. Everybody, look to your right. Okay. Look to your right. Looking to my right. I'm not. I'm not okay. seeing glass. Okay. Okay. Uh, has anybody seen anybody who will in any way be negatively impacted if we speak plainly about GPT four? Not GPT three. This is chatbot. This GPT is chat GPT. Yeah. And okay. The the. There are different there there ChatGPT does encompass a couple of different things. This is a positive story about the program. Okay. There are other stories out there about ChatGPT and they will not be watch covered your here. CYA Bryce Castillo. <laughs> They're not going to be covered here. GPT Bryce Castillo. <laughs> so this is a new chatbot model from our friends over at OpenAI. One of the ways that it's being used um a a, a user Galen uh, tried to put ChatGPT to the test. So this is an upgraded this is a newest chat model um when they when they update these models they get better at naturalistic language you can ask it a simple question and it gets more and more, it has better understanding of what you probably mean and uh what galen did was say hey you know this this thing's uh part of um of codex you know the the coding assistant tool so could it solve a, an ap computer science exam oh so uh, Galen input the questions to the AP Computer Science A exam. Uh, that is the equivalent of a first year computer, uh, college, a first year college computer science course in Java. How well do you think ChatGPT did taking this AP test? Aces. It's out of it's out of thirty six points. I think it got thirty one yeah. points. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll take the over. I think it did better than thirty one. All right. Uh, okay, out of 36 points, let's see here. I want to make sure I get the exact, uh, the exact right things here. So Galen gave it, uh, gave it all the questions. He has a, a whole methodology on GitHub about uh, uh, what he used uh, to input and, and how, it, um, how, it, how it did. Uh, Galen then assessed the answers and 
per the per College Board's own assessment, it got a 32 out of 36 points. Hey. One point. You did. You did. You did play the over. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, pretty good. There's only a few mistakes uh, on there. Uh, uh, Galen goes into more about it, but it, it's interesting because at this point, it's not just coding, uh, but it's also coding with purpose and coding to solve problems, right? That, yeah. that, that this exam is, hey, you're writing part of a code for a game. You're going to have these variables and these things. You don't have to worry about how X, Y, and Z work, but solve this problem. And it did pretty well. Um uh, Galen uh, mentions that uh, one of the sections was needlessly convoluted, but it looks like it works fine. Um, there were some parts where it just called the wrong thing, um, but there are only a few of those there. And um, there, there are some parts that ChatGPT didn't get from from the actual exam. It didn't get illust- some of the graphs and visual elements that you just can't pass along to the text only. Yeah. Region. But this is fascinating because uh, I think this is a pretty real world. Uh, uh, example of how how technically capable are these models mm-hmm. um you know I, and they are and they are only getting smarter and uh uh you know i think what what gpt has has done here is uh uh you know figure out exactly how to train itself so it is robust and fast and 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 all that and and really the big question then becomes GPT four exactly how much further in mm-hmm. in, in in its advancement is it from three? Yeah, um, I I think it'll be f- fascinating, especially in a situation like this where it's not make the entire um, you know uh, the entire code base, but yeah, solve this little solve bit. these things. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's fascinating and. Uh, I think there's a lot of good potential for for language models like for, this. For cheating on tests, yeah. <laughs> hey, Bryce, uh, yeah. You, you should check your email. Okay. Um, I'll uh, just because do, I'll because I, I, I just sent you a, a topic discussion. And this is okay. just to, just to That's let you fair. know, Bryce, how much we appreciate you and your unique skills. All right. So I'm going right. to I'll, I'll read this uh, verbatim here. Rice Castillo. <clears throat> <clears throat> Rice Castillo didn't even didn't didn't no, even capitalize R. No, Interesting. No, Brian. Just, I, I, Brian I just, just didn't copy everything correctly. Yeah, he he's le- he left that that capital B to the ash heap of history. Uh, Rice Castillo is introducing a weird things podcast topic to Brian Brushwood and Justin Robert Young. It continues. Hey, Brian and Justin, I wanted to introduce a new topic for our weird things podcast: the phenomenon of phantom vibrations. It's a phenomenon that many people have experienced where they feel like their phone is vibrating in their pocket only to check and find out it's not actually vibrating at all. Some theories suggest it's a psychological response to being constantly connected to our phones, while others suggest that it could be a physical response to our brain's perception of external stimuli. What do you guys think? Do you have any personal experience with phantom vibrations? Let's discuss and explore this weird phenomenon on our next episode. Sincerely, Brian (laughs) Brushwood. So you know what? Uh, I I guess we'll put a pin in it. I'm glad you brought that up. That'll be next episode. I feel like I sometimes... What was no, you were just introducing a topic, Bryce. <laughs> no, I, we're not. Were you not? Well, I was because uh, I because sometimes I have them, but I felt like I they're the less. Point. They're more when I was wearing longer pants. The more I wear shorts, I don't get them. Was that why are you being weird? Why why are you not talking? You set up this topic. I well, it certainly sounded like I did, but yeah. that was actually just me reading an email. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, How was that email generated, Brian? Uh, I, Electricity, I just, I'm assuming. I just typed in Bryce Castillo is introducing a. a you know what? You to, 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 to GPT. Wow. Bryce, 
All we would need is to run that through a Bryce voice synthesizer and we could totally <laughs> replace you. Uh, yeah, You know what? Here we go. Here's the letter to me. Hey, Brian and Justin, I have a great cut topic for our next Weird Things podcast. It's about the strange and mysterious phenomenon known as the hum. It's a low frequency noise that's been reported by some people around the world and no one knows exactly where it is or where it comes from. Some people believe it's a natural occurrence while others believe it might be connected to extraterrestrial activity or secret government experiments. What do you think? I I think it would be a fascinating discussion, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. Let me know if you're interested, and we can schedule a time to record the episode. Best, Bryce Castillo. Wow, that'd be professional. That sounds exactly if like only, how I write, huh? Yeah, if only Bryce would send us emails <laughs> so we could prepare for the topics. Oh, man, maybe this GPT hey, so how are better. You? Oh, no, he's just gonna I wanted to yeah, propose no, a new yeah. topic as for our as, Weird Things uh, yeah. podcast. The paranormal and supernatural. We can discuss the history and legends surrounding ghosts, demons, and other paranormal entities, and discuss some of the most famous cases and sightings. We could also talk to experts and investigators in the field. Yeah, I don't know, Bryce. This uh, uh, this uh, uh, wow. Yeah, we should do all of these things, huh? We yeah. should. Yeah. We should do all these things at once. All of them at the exact same time. So but, but, what? how did you generate those, Brian? Uh, what is the website you used to do that? I, I went to chat.openai.com okay. slash chat and just gave it a prompt. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's uh, they've kind of got that in a public beta at the moment. Um, uh, and then I'm assuming it'll be part of their paid playground and their API stuff soon. But it's that's it's it's very cool. It's been very interesting seeing people test test the, the waters of... of more natural language. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question for you. That's not really a question. Um, uh, it's just an interesting thing. So uh, who, who does this? UNESCO. You know UNESCO. Uh, yes, yes, I do. Yeah. But, but Justin, for our listeners uh-huh. who don't, mm. yeah. maybe you could bring him up to speed. UNESCO is a... Cracker company. Is a cracker place, <laughs> emporium. But it was united. It was united from several different cracker warlords. Oh yeah, back in the eighties, and now they're united. Esco. That's right. But they, if you, you want, if you, if you need a little snap on a cracker, boy, yeah. are they the best. Make Oreos. Now I'm realizing that chatbot AI could probably just replace me. Like. <laughs> Our fourth rotating guest. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Although I guess like Lorem Ipsum could replace just a bunch of garbage coming out of my mouth. So No, I don't know what, 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 what is UNESCO. So the UNESCO is a part of the United Nations, the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. Uh, they, they, they're the ones who deal with world heritage sites and, and objects. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, let's see, when was this? Uh, last, last week or so in Morocco, you, UNESCO esp- experts gathered and added a new, uh, they added a new item to their list of intangible cultural heritage. Um, it's something from our friends in France. Would you guys like to take a few guesses at what you think just joined the intangible cultural heritage? So, so to be clear, like there already was a list. This is a new entrant yes. to the list. Yes. In fact, I'm going to see if I can find previous, um, uh, previous wine. examples. Uh, okay. Cheating on your spouse, uh, and then being cool with it. A, a breast being no bigger than a champagne glass. Uh, Canapes. The, the river okay. Seine. Um, surrendering. 
Okay, though. Paintings. Uh, let's see here. Wikipedia has got some here. So they, they uh, these include oral traditions and expressions, performing arts, social practices, oh, rituals, oh, oh. <laughs> traditional craftsmanship, knowledge, and practices concerning the nature and universe. I'll tell you this. It's part of food heritage. The new Is it one. stinky cheese? Mm, not quite. Is it croissant? Uh, you're getting oh, warmer. Oh, uh, uh, an infatuation with taking other words from other languages and adding le in front of it and acting like it's now a new word. Uh, no, it's okay. not. It's unfortunately not going to be that either. Uh, we were looking, uh, 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 they added the baguette. The baguette is now an intangible cultural heritage item. Um, I did not realize this. Do you know kind of how the baguette, uh, came to be? Why it came to be? Oh, named for Arthur Baguette in uh, 1705. He uh, hated bread that wasn't pointy. And he said, I'm going to harden this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it like a javelin mm-hmm. uh, because he loved like a throwing, javelin. That's yeah, way sharper. Because than- he loved throwing bread. Now, this is a thing that has, has eventually moderated, uh, uh, but, but yet his desire for bread that would be a precise weapon. A projectile weapon uh, lives on in the dreams of every French child. I think baguettes survived longer than regular bread because they had that hardened outside. And as a result, it was harder for like weevils to get inside. Mm. Mm. Also, uh, it's derived from the bag, which is very, very, very round, fat bread. Uh, but that, but like it often could could uh, weigh up to five hundred pounds, and <laughs> oh so people goodness. were like, "We just don't want I need that. a lighter one. We need something that I can carry around, uh, a, a baguette, maybe." Uh, uh, and and that's where it started. Uh, so this is from our friends at the Associated Press. Although it seems like the quintessential French product, the baguette is said to be invented by Vienna-born baker August Zang in 1839. Zang put into place France's steam oven, making it possible to produce bread with a brittle crust, a crust yet a fluffy interior. The product zenith didn't come until the 1920s because of a French law preventing bakers from working before 4 a.m. Oh, oh. Because it is long and thin, it could be made more quicker than some of their other bread products. Um, And so it was the only bread that they could have ready in time for breakfast. The the French needed to have a law saying that nobody was allowed to work before 4 a.m. Preventing bakers, specifically. Yeah. Just bakers. Well, the bakers, they they weren't getting any sleep. They were up so early. (laughs) A lot of those French breads take a long time to cook. Yeah. And so the so the government is step in and so, say, say like, the, like of, 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 of all the jobs, the sleepy the baker, job, act. the job where you do it better, the earlier you get up, they say, oh, no, no. Yeah, that's what they said. In America, we're like we had like the time to make the donuts guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Illegal. They hate him. Illegal. Illegal. Yeah. Like 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 they have a They have a big no sign mm-hmm. on a flag. Do not be guy. making those donuts. There was one time that uh, uh, they were making uh, bread in France at 3.30 in the morning, and he was arrested and brought to jail. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, illegal. It's like, no, sir, yeah, no, sir no, do no. you know that this is illegal? And he said, pry the dough from my hands. <laughs> Your laws mean nothing to me. And then, he, and then he preheated his oven, and he got tackled and brought to the Bastille. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to see here that, 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 I mean, 
Eat dung, Hamilton. That sounds like a show I would watch. Yeah. <laughs> the Who illegal was a baker. Baker, maker. <laughs> but the government was the taker. Poor man, Mustachio. Yeah. <laughs> Bacon in the morning. Um, some Went other- to bed real early so we could get up early. <laughs> some other intangible. I- now I'm just obsessed Bacon with the bread. Yeah. <laughs> Some other intangible cultural heritage items include Frenchy early breaker man. <laughs> Baker man. That's it. I'm sorry. Bryce, I want to apologize to you. Uh, the capoeira circle from Brazil is considered this. The tradition of carpet making in Chiprovci. Are you, are you familiar with the capoeira circles of Brazil? Uh, I, I, I got high with them once. The capoeira circles? Oh, yeah. Actually, oh, yeah? it does seem like some stuff that you would want to do while high. Yeah. No, a little bit of ayahuasca. Yeah. You know? Are you familiar with, in all seriousness, are you familiar with capoeira? Uh, dance, dance fighting? I, I can keep on doing this bit. No, or... I'm, a, no I'm asking you seriously. <laughs> we don't no, have to do no, bits no, every time. No, you, <laughs> you are not. Yeah. yeah. No, look up, look up a capoeira circle. Uh, yeah, Capoeira, that's the, the kind of rhythmic dancing. It's like sort dance of fighting. fighting. Yeah. So you, Eddie you, Gordo you, from okay. Tekken. If exactly. You know. Yeah. You know, where you're kind of spinning around a little bit and um, throwing, throwing kicks. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And you're listening to some music and you're, you're, uh-huh. you're like kind of kicking, but you're mostly dancing and you're doing some, some cartwheels. And like that's a like, big I, lion wrestler guy comes up and you only have 60 seconds in the round. That, 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 that's, so, like, that's like what Andrew are, Maine's are, doing are, at his new house right now. Are, 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 are we calling it a dance dance revolution? Uh, certainly in Brazil it was. It was. Yeah. Certainly in It Brazil. was. Okay. Uh, so that's a little. They bit. overthrew the world where they could only fight and not dance. Fight I mean, loose. Fight loose. Fight loose. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, here's one for you. I know this one will get. How about this one? Patreon.com/slash/weirdthings is where you need to go if you want to give us money for this. Uh, uh, know that we love you, and uh, 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 sometimes. You know when Andrew's gone, and and I w- I woke up in Atlanta, Georgia, and and I was. Uh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Where? The, what was it? Yesterday? Mm-hmm. Oh no no! This morning. Wait. This morning. Today. This morning. This morning. Yeah. Today. But Today. Atlanta's very far from. I know, and I got on a plane, and I came back, and I was thinking, I don't know, do we do we take off but, of weird things? No, we're not going to take off of weird things. We're going to make sure that we do weird things for everybody who listens to this show. We love you. We we uh, especially during these uh, these holiday episodes, man. Uh, um, be happy that we're here <laughs> because uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, no, this is every podcast. This isn't just this podcast. Everybody is balancing more stuff. And so, uh, uh, yeah. we, we love you guys. Thank you so much for everybody who supports us. Patreon.com slash weird thing. Thank you so much everybody for all of that. Yeah. Uh, We've uh, we've talked about these a little bit. In fact, last week uh, in in lieu of a show, we did a, a weird list of some other weird news topics, and we talked about. Um, I, I want to say it was the uh, uh, Cambridge's word of the year being gaslighting. It, 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 I don't know if yeah, you guys saw that. Yeah, not a thing. I don't I, I don't know why everyone keeps acting like that. Yeah, it's not a thing. Yeah, that wasn't the word actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was and Miriam. You're crazy, if you think it was <laughs> Miriam was supposed to actually those uh, uh, the the term gaslighting comes from a movie called yeah. Gaslighting um, about a man who wanted to make his wife not believe you know her senses or her objective reality, and so he would do stuff. He would do some sort of contraption stuff in the basement of the house, and it would cause all the gas lamp the gas lights to like fade and dim while he was working late in the lab one night yeah and so that's where we get gaslighting as a term from we wrote a song about it 
if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> well, what he was secretly well, well, how did that song go, Brian yeah. Rushwood? Yeah. Would he you like to sing it for us? in the lab late, late one night. night. And what's the next line? Yeah. Or just jump to the chorus. What's yeah. the chorus what's of that the song? Chorus? What, what was I, the, I, yeah. I, 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 I think we could accompany it. Hey, hey, by the way, how was it received <laughs> specifically in his local area? Are there like 12 variations of the song you could go through yeah. for me? <laughs> I, I withdraw my question. Okay. <laughs> this one, uh, Brian, you're actually going to like this one, I think. This is uh, from our friends over at The Verge. Uh, Disney put out a video. That's not crazy. Video. No, they, they do, do that. that all the time. Kind of all the time. Uh, there's apparently Disney Research Labs, um, and they came up with a new uh, neural network um, called, uh, I, I want to say it's Fran, F-R-A-N or F-R-A-V, um, but a a new model to de-age or re-age um, uh, human human actors in video um they they have a whole video here kind of showing off um how their how their process works a little bit and some of the examples um and comparing it to other um uh to other situation to other models like this and it seems pretty impressive it has a lot of uh fidelity it it doesn't one of the things that they identified was some of these other models are good at aging up a figure but not keeping their identity yeah so it looks like Oh, that man looks like an older man, but that doesn't look like that same man. That just looks like uh, another old, another old, a man. separate old person. So, yeah. so is this for future film works, or it looks like all of this is being kind of rendered in real time? It's not real time, but I think that they said that the the model of their Fran uh, model takes about five seconds per frame. So it's it's not real time, but it's but it's pretty fast. Yeah. Um, Let's see if they, I, I don't know if they, this is like their Disney research um, arm. So I'm sure all of this has TV and film. Well, and, and I think also th th there's already been conversation around, apparently in the new uh, Indiana Jones movie, mm -hmm. there's, there's some significant flashbacks that they used a de-aged uh, Harrison Ford that looks like classic indiana jones and and they are apparently very proud of it and i think that they are trying to get ahead of the idea that like you know a lot of the de-aging was just bad in some of their like you know the star wars movies and 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 stuff like that that you know it was it was even not as good as off the rack stuff which is why they got better in mandalorian season two and i think now they're like no no, no we're gonna really put a lot of like like if this is a way that we can make our nostalgia uh, uh, cash in movies uh, uh, less less make funnable yeah. than uh, than than they're going to put time and effort and that this looks like the the science side of that is is there um, so so it's slightly creepy that this exists um, but it makes me immediately want to project forward in, into the future mm. like um, take a classic movie let's say Casablanca or whatever uh, yeah and you have enough data in the movie Casablanca that you could map any human's face and any human's voice yeah. into all of the roles and you could have it be color and you could set it in space or whatever. Yeah. Uh, algorithmically, algorithmically. Now, now right now that would take a, an extraordinary amount of effort, but mm -hmm. uh, pretty soon it won't. Um, 
2024 like coming from Brushwood Studios. Casablanca Sp- 2. Casablanca. Sp- Sp- yeah. yeah. I mean I mean I mean we 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 could recast like uh okay, what do you need? Four principal characters uh, uh and I uh, mm-hmm. legend and hero ICU yeah. has already kind of been doing this for us. Yeah. But but it's like uh, how 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 do we feel about that? Like how how well, much would you pay or would you prefer it not exist or what? Well, I mean, for me, it would be about the movie. I, I the tech. I don't know if that really moves me in this situation. Yeah. Um, like I don't know that I want to see Casablanca 1.5 and it's in space and it stars all of us. Well, I don't know if that's. But, but uh, I I would like to see and and in fact Mike commission. Let's let's say it was nine hundred dollars, right? So we do a a little Kickstarter for nine hundred dollars we're able to get somebody to kind of midwife this whole thing. And it's Casablanca only it's a zombie invasion. It takes place here at uh, HQ for plot reasons that are written by a computer. Mm -hmm. We're all pretty safe, but we can't leave. And it takes the entire back catalog of night attack, uh, great night uh, in in NSFW. And it figures Mm -hmm. out the type of conversations that we'll have while we're talking about how we can't leave. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, well, I mean, that's a ship at Theseus. It sounds like a completely different movie though. Then why is it, why is it, why is it Casablanca to begin with? If you're going to change every part of it. Uh, what, uh, Casablanca, as I understand it, uh, as a piece of art, is is a unique time and place and fusion of of famous people, but but also um, interesting things like uh, uh, like like there's mm-hmm. uh, lighting effects that that make it look like somebody's behind bars and all that stuff. Like, right? I don't know. But, like, I, I I would dig all of that. Uh, I mean, I think it would be interesting to see, but I don't think I I don't. I don't. It's it's the ship of Theseus problem for me. Is like, I, is that Casablanca? Does that make Casablanca better? I, or I assure you, Warner Brothers will think it's Casablanca, and we'll receive a like if we were to do it immediately, it'll uh-huh. be a cease and desist, right? Maybe, but you've, you, though you have described changing so much of it that uh, I I wonder what they would even go after. I mean, if you're changing the movie, if you're changing the music, the people, the background, and even the plot. Or the script. Well, then... let, let's take somebody more litigious. Let, let's take um, uh, the four of us here uh, on mm-hmm. weird things and make us the Beatles, right? And then just just take all of the Beatles stuff, map our faces, uh, tweak tweak our voices. So we sing on key, but but it's very distinctly a Brian voice, a Bryce voice, a Justin voice, and so on. Um, mm-hmm. Do you do you find value in that? I mean, that would be an interesting thing to do. I mean, I would, I would love to see it, but, but yeah, because the, the this stuff is mostly going to be used in, 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 in textual um, cinematic production. It's going to be for your Indiana Jones, where they need to have a scene where Harrison Ford is younger, or, or in Blade Runner three, where they want to have Sean Young's face in it again well, or something. But I, I, I guess uh, if if we're going to be all the way direct, um, yeah, I I think I would love to uh, take uh, so so uh, the first five years of Scam School, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's say you know, it's spoiler alert. It's kind of in limbo. Who owns what on any of that? 
mm-hmm. but I know that the the tricks and and my personality are not owned. Um, I don't know. I would kind of love to just reenact those and then have me de-aged and take me back to those moments. That would be well, but you're already younger in those. Do you want to look even younger in those? No, no, no. I I I, I want to own the rights to them. Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's a if that's a square peg or a square a square hammer. I'd like to just have the entire line of this show, but we're all infants. De-age us to the point of of being like sentient Weird things, babies. babies. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all just yeah, and we're saying the exact ladle. same thing. Yeah, exactly. Maybe pitch our voice up a little bit. Godwins. I feel like it'd be adorable. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. You want to try this? Make me a baby. <laughs> That's the the crowd. The crowd cried to science. <laughs> Make me a baby now. Make me a baby now. What or or. Uh, yeah 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 Yeah. or or extraordinarily old yeah like yeah or 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 take a take what clearly you know you we we've shot this in our various bedrooms at various times like like just take the faces and the conversations remove all of the ands and ums punch up the uh, dialogue use our voices go ahead and create an ai set that that looks like Dateline or mm-hmm. whatever, and and then just upscale all of that. I mean, I'd be I'd be I'd be down for that. Upcycle it, upcycled podcasts. Be interesting. It would be even more work than the show already is. <laughs> I mean, not for a robot. Yeah, these robots don't have feelings. Well, Uh-oh. no, they don't have feelings. No, but they do also- what they do what we tell them, and they'll do it forever. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sorry, well, I was doing a little foreshadowing. Oh, for the robot revolution. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to be the bad guy. Uh, we were talking earlier about uh, gaslighting. That's what we were talking about. Gaslighting. No, we weren't. <laughs> it's the word, it's the word <laughs> it's of the year thing. for uh, for 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 Cambridge. Well, uh, uh, why this year? Why this year? Yeah. Why? I, I don't feel like people have been talking about gaslighting more than they have been in the past. I disagree. You think this was the year of gaslighting? Uh, yeah, uh, certainly people of, of people saying it. Really, I think so. I I feel like it's I, been in vogue like for three, three years ago. I felt like yeah, it was, was hottest. Uh oh, Brian. Now this in- is. I feel like this is your. This is one of your favorite moves. Moment of truth. Yeah. Google trend it. Oh my God! Oh, find out. Here we go. This is it. Google trends. Yeah. Google.com. Here, I got it. Okay. So that we can check yeah. the people here. Gas lighting. We're here at our friends at Google. Let's see what we got. I'm glad I suggested that. Yeah. Uh, see what I did? <laughs> we're going to the past. Uh, we'll go 2004 to present for gas lighting. Uh, it starts to really pick up in 2016. There's a big spike. When is this? January 2017. And that, then. That would have been right around the time I first heard of the concept. And even then, it was like in a. Uh, freaking out your roommate into thinking your house is haunted kind of way. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but, but yeah. Uh, I guess it is more, it's more. In many, way, in many ways, <laughs> gaslighting never, never, never left. So it is more popular than ever yeah. now, although it has, it has kind of uh, gone. They're, they're expecting it to be even higher this December. Well, uh, Oxford. Ma- At these prices? <laughs> Oxford picked their. Well, this is one of their word of the year. This this was like a vote word of the year sort of thing that they do. Um, 
the follow the the runner up words that they had people voting on were metaverse and yeah. hashtag I stand with, which I don't think is a word. I I think I think I think metaverse would have been a a, a decent thing because that was something that that everybody started saying uh, in in a way that they would like pretend that they actually knew it or they had said it any time in the previous, you know, however long they've been alive. I don't know how I feel though, because metaverse, the word was coined by Neil Stevenson in snow crash back yep. in 1992, I think. And so you think it shouldn't be added. I mean, we had, we had, or, or the word of the year. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Facebook renaming yourself the meta is is i think the reason i mean that, that that is the cultural cachet for which happened this year in fact oxford oxford goes uh, goes into this until late 2021 there was relatively little sustained usage of metaverse outside of specialist contexts by october 2022 it had increased almost fourfold from the previous year in the oxford corpus uh some the corpus oh yeah i don't know maybe that's what is they that what book. Uh, they call it dolphin yeah they're, <laughs> that's right Baby uh, Corpus. <laughs> uh, and yeah, third place was hashtag I stand with, which I don't No, I that's I, three I, I, words. I'm, w- I'm with you. No, that's not a word. You don't get to do that. Also, I kind of feel like that was like 2020. Is OMG a word? Day uh, <laughs> Yeah, Oxford. Um well we got questions. OMG for would you. be an abbreviation. Yeah. Yeah. You define abbreviations. But it means something different because yeah. one involves a, 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 a touch of blasphemy, whereas the other one you could reinterpret as, oh, my goodness, or what have you. That's yeah. my favorite gift website, a touch of blasphemy. <laughs> a touch of blasphemy. <laughs> it's so, like it's chess, but one of them is Judas. <laughs> uh, some other- yeah, that, that's where I got my Charlie Hebdo <laughs> chess set. <laughs> some other previous words. A touch in this- of blasphemy. Hold on. There's more here. Okay. Please. Okay. Nope. There's not. <laughs> uh, uh, Double check. Nope. Oh, he's gonna, uh, are you still trying? A Winnesingo. It's Babbleyboo. Shimbumbandink. What are we doing? We're just speaking gibberish now. So the winner for Oxford, Oxford's uh, word of the year was Goblin Mode. Wait, what? <laughs> That wasn't a meme. I thought I thought that was a meme. No. <laughs> word of the year. That's their, it's their winning word of the year. Goblin mode, a slang term often used in expressions in goblin mode or to go goblin mode, is quote a type of behavior which is unapologet- unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. Goblin mode. Uh, Big. I'm way into this. I'm way into this. Big ups, Oxford. Okay. Uh, do you consider how often do you go goblin mode, Bryce? I'm in my I'm in my villain era, and I'm going goblin mode a lot. <laughs> the past four or five years, I've been going goblin mode a lot. You are you are in your villain arc. <laughs> yeah. Where where are you in in in, 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 in the villain I've arc? Been reading the tweets, I think I could tell exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's not a number one. He's not a number two. He's at number three in goblin mode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, I don't know. I think I'm on I'm on the upswing from the villain arc, but I'm still in it. I'm still going goblin mode. Do you guys uh, so Justin, you've heard of Go- Brian, have you heard of goblin mode? Uh yeah, so sometimes my kids will say something and I'll be all like that's funny that you would make that up. Um mm. But 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 it looks like like goblin mode's time has passed. 
Now this is this year, so this yeah. was like, like why it had the the big moment. Yeah. Although March, for whatever reason, I remember hearing the phrase "goblin mode," uh, in relationship to oh, who was who's the chick that dated uh, Kanye was when before, Stacey, before he was uh, in his Julia Fox. Julia Fox. I remember yes. it being associated with her. And, and and uncut jam. Yeah, apparently it went viral in February, March because uh, from Insider, a doctored headline claiming that she went, quote, goblin mode was cited by a bunch of different outlets and it was uh, a fake tweet. Did, didn't we on this program get off the goblin train because goblins pretty much were uh, whoever is not of your tribe, usually a rapist? Sure. We found, yeah, especially with the uh, 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 African goblin stories, they're, they're, I think we, 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 we found that societally, some of the awful, ugly things that happen in, in any society were sublimated into the form of stories of, of, of goblins uh, uh, in, in these situations. Right. And that often what was initially like, oh, who stole the blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, no, this is just a horrifying story. Yeah. Um, but this is a separate type of goblin. Yeah, this is the goblin. Brian, mode. would you would, would you say so? So, uh, uh, Bryce here, uh, explain like what what going goblin mode would be for you. Sure, like goblin mode for me would be uh, on a Wednesday night instead of going out to trivia. I text, I, I hit the, I hit, the, I hit up the group chat and I say, GC. Hey, I'm I'm going goblin mode tonight. Yeah, I'm heating up some pizza rolls. I'm getting under my blanket. I'm watching. I'm watching some soapy show. Yeah. Um, I'm goblin moding. Sorry. I'm giving up my normal obligations to really have a, have some me time. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not gonna dress up. What I'm not is, pretty. What is the up. difference between goblin mode and self-care? Because self 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 care. I, I, I was about to say, like, like wouldn't goblin mode convey uh, like you're doing something bad to other people? Like it could be like I'm not going to trivia. I'm going to rob my neighbor's house. I'm going full goblin mode. <laughs> well, that's just a crime. But <laughs> yes, but I, I assume self care. Because what you're describing sounds like self care. Well, self care, you would probably maybe eat a little better or try to take care of yourself. Where there's more indulgence in goblin. Goblin mode is more like a cheat day. It's the new cheat day for people who aren't on a diet. I feel like we just keep inventing new words <laughs> for doing what you want to do. <laughs> like right? I feel like like there's like a like, lot. Like, like, like wasn't that called cocooning at one point? Like like oh, sure. I'm just gonna cuddle up and just be in a cocoon. Yeah. But, but yeah. now it's like I'm going full goblin mode. Or, I'm cocooning and also looking. I'm at gonna porn. binge and cocoon yeah. and self care yeah. and heal auto heal or whatever. I don't know. We just keep inventing new things for like. I don't want to go but, hang out. But, but, but you yes, say but, you don't want to go hang but, out. No, but, but, but we also don't need like, to like, do like, these like, dances. Part it's not a dance. Part of the you definition are. of being a goblin is mistreating other humans, right? Where it's like what? you're cocooning. What? You're taking care of yourself. If you're self-caring, that's you taking care of you. Goblins are uh -huh. causing trouble for other beings. Don't say you're going goblin mode if you're not trying to kill Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm something of a... Goblin myself. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm something of a goblin motor myself. <laughs> it's it's there's there. There's, Thank God that movie came out uh, 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 without time for uh, 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 Willem Dafoe to just scream. I'm going goblin mode. 
That would be great. Actually, uh, one of actually, the s- actually, I, I will pay twenty dollars right now if that's a service. That, that Willem Dafoe, can you just scream? I'm going goblin mode into your cell phone. By I the was way. talking to your friend um, <clears throat> uh, Brian, and he was saying that you're working on politics. Um, I recommend you go full goblin mode. I'm something of a politician myself. <laughs> it's me. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Even the uh, the NPR story had a picture of someone in cosplay as the Green Goblin. Yep. <laughs> I think I think that there are shade. There are enough shades between what Goblin mode yeah. represents like what, as an idea. Moss. Uh, Living. <laughs> oh wait, uh, no, you're the uh, the other Moss. Gotcha. No, but Living but, Moss can also be part of Goblin mode. Sometimes. Yeah. Just as Kate. Like and how many shades of green are there? A lot. Forest. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Keep going. Tourmaline, olive, pine, tur- turquoise, jade, emerald. Okay. All right. Somebody's going full goblin mode. I'm going goblin mode on these colors. Uh. Uh. So yeah, I don't know. I don't like this one. You don't like goblin mode. I just again, it's it's it. Mm. It feels like there's just a lot. We're we're in. A very expectant society, or 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 a theatrically expectant society, that uh, we have to come up with new rules for your new new terms. We have to we have to glamorize the idea of like I don't want to leave the house. Like I want to eat pizza rolls. Like that's just, it's fine. You're allowed to do it yeah. if if but you I'm, are. Yeah, but but doesn't it sound cooler where it's like I'm going full. Thor Odinson. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. the, we want to we want to make it sound cooler. Like and and I don't know if and that's... people shouldn't be allowed to be fake cool. Is that what you're saying? It's cool, but it's fake cool. So no, no you should it? wear it as a badge of shame. Like why? <laughs> like, like we that's we are what? we are we are perverting the natural laws and order of society. If you want to just be a big fat pile of trash, then say I'm a dumpster. <laughs> Boo! I stink. Like don't be like like I'm, I'm on, secretly super on, cool. On. Why was there a foghorn? Because <laughs> I, I in my in my head I it was it's a barge, the goblin horn. It was a floating barge. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, I probably shouldn't have explained that. Don't worry. It'll be clearer in the movie. Uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, stop making it cool. You're not doing a cool thing. It's cool to be like, y- y- it's fine to be self-indulgent, but if you feel bad about it, don't make a cutesy name. Just say, I'm depressed and I want to eat pizza. But that's not, but I can't put that in the group chat. I can't say, oh yeah, I'm having, I'm having a depression day on my Sunday. No, I'm like, I'm just going goblin mode for a little bit. I'm just being a Why? little creature no, and I'm no, just no, toiling. You, 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 but, but, I'm just but, toiling for 24 hours. This. You're denying like, yourself the ability to say that, that you are, that you're depressed. You should be allowed to say. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's, it's, it's not very accurate because like goblins go out and harm other beings. You know who never hurt anybody? Brendan Fraser. Uh, I don't know what pop culture reference I'm supposed to friggin' make from that. <laughs> Just say you're going Brendan Fraser. Yeah, you're gonna take time for yourself. I I also think that it's a bad that it's a bad application of it. Uh, if I if I were really? to think of what I would say going goblin mode is, I would say somebody who's like just lost it. Like like oh my god, I was hanging out with Doug. I didn't realize he was getting that drunk. Next thing you know, full goblin mode. He's kicked out of the bar. He left his phone in the toilet. Like, mm-hmm. like just an absolute mess of a human. That I would say that is goblin mode. Like all of a sudden you look over 
and and your friend is no longer there they've been replaced by a goblin version of themselves and they are going going crazy that's what i would think goblin mode would be i, I wouldn't think that i mean this is you know uh, uh, you know again it's it's just it's it's you know, something in between i'm i'm depressed and self-indulgent and i want to not talk to other people uh here's the real awful part um how many people who have ever used the phrase goblin mode uh, are thinking of anything other than the harry potter universe when they say goblin everybody like harry potter's got elves not do, do they have goblins in harry potter yeah uh, aren't, aren't those aren't they the ones runs that the run the bank the yeah yeah Ugh. Oh yeah, I saw I saw you stumble and not want to say it out loud. Well, because uh, yeah, because there's the implication. But that's not the only use of <laughs> that's. I don't see you did this. You no, the Oxford didn't do this. Brighton Brushwood did this. To the conversation. I, look, I don't. I, I don't know if Kanye's read the Harry Potter books <laughs> or seen the movies, but if he has it, don't show him. Don't show him. We don't need any this more what, problems. This is what the national yeah. public. Why? Yeah, no, 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 no. Let's not. <laughs> Goblins run Gringotts. Like NPR says, it's mindlessly binge watching television without worrying about the time. It's eating snacks in bed without a care about leftover crumbs. It's wearing the same pair of pajamas all week while working from home. Welcome to Goblin mode. Okay, uh, you know what? Uh, bad, bad word because it's not descriptive and it has nothing to do with goblins. What? I think they're besmirching the reputation of good goblins. Good goblins get out there and they raid, uh, along with kobolds, they raid level one adventurers. I mean, that's a fact. Look it up, Oxford. Well, no, you look it up and look it's going it to be up, this. This Oxford. is the definition now. Nope, they they got it wrong. <laughs> And and they need to admit it. They sound like you're really goblin pilled right now. Within the next five minutes, uh, yeah, I don't. I think it's stupid. It's dumb. It's a dumb thing. Why would you? Why would you call it goblin mode? I'm going goblin mode. I mean, it, it, it I can't do anything. We're going goblin okay. mode. Here's slovenly the most, here. or sloth like or something like that. Like something that because very... I don't want to call that about myself. I don't want to say, "Oh, I'm being a huge piece of crap today." Like I want, I just want to let everyone know real quick, I'm being goblin mode. What I'll if we just tomorrow. replaced it with my barge sound? <laughs> yeah, you just it's hard it, to type. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> instead of you saying goblin mode, you just sent a, a dot wave of a of a, is, a bard. Is, is is goblin mode going to ruin canonical goblins? Oh, how could it? How would it? Yeah, because what would you think of? Because like, goblins uh, are out there working hard to steal your gold. Yeah, I'm not. Mm. What? It's literally what a goblin does. They work very hard. Goblins uh, have an archetype, and I don't think that when we think of goblins, we think of s sweatpants and pizza stains. <laughs> that's and, that, and, that, that's my problem. It's like it's, I, 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 not I, everyone not everyone thinks the word goblin and goes, ah, yes, my D and D monster manual. Yeah, so that's exactly the only definition of a goblin. What other I, definition is there? It's a magical. It's a mythical creature. Oh, but I, it could only I, be that definition. Wait, 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 wait. What Name other a competitor who hasn't corrupted the phrase goblin mode? What do you mean, competitor? This is the word. You uh, work against this. Oxford this stinks. is here. Oxford oh my gosh. Get out of here, Oxford. We don't Stink. need you anymore. All right. Those are the world right. has passed you by, my friend. 
out of here. No. I'm more, I'm more into mode. the uh, Webster's rhyming dictionary. The Cockney slang dictionary? No, no, oh, no, no. Just rhyming. Oh, just rhyming? Just because? Yeah. Goblin, Coblin. Yeah. What other ones? M- moblin. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, Amblin. Amblin, yeah. Steven Spielberg. Ramblin. Yeah. Uh, Romblin. Romblin. Got any picks? <laughs> Time for some picks, everybody. Uh, anybody do anything cool lately? Um, anybody watch anything cool lately? Man, I'm behind on stuff. I went to a, a, a professional football game. Yeah? I went to uh, the NFL's presentation of the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, I went to the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Actually, this is, this is kind of an interesting thing. Uh, this is what I would. This is my recommendation. Uh, uh, let me see if I can find the actual the Atlanta Falcons podcast. Please uh, uh, buy them up. It was an NPR. Right, uh, Bryce, podcast. Are, are, are you old enough to know the reference? If I were to say, "I can't wait to see," and then covered my mouth and said, "The Atlanta Falcons," would would, would you know what I'm referencing? Um, it's some TV show. I can't, I don't know it immediately. Uh, what show yeah. is it? Uh, 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 the Simpsons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So this is a planet money episode, huh. uh, episode 874, the hot dog hail Mary. It is all about the Mercedes Benz stadium, which is uh, replaced the Georgia dome where the, the Falcons play. They have a MLS team, but they made the decision to not, base their stadium pricing for concessions on other stadiums, Hmm. but rather the downtown area that they exist in. So like pretty much throughout our entire lives, we have seen unchecked inflation on in stadium concessions. $15 for a beer, $17 for a beer. That's the same size. $30 $30 for the beer with a squirt of nacho sauce in Basically. it. Basically, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and that has kind of continued unabated because the way, as this episode explains, the way that these contracts work is the companies come to the teams or, or whoever owns the stadium, and they say, we will write you a check for X billions of dollars, and then we will make our money back selling things. And the stadiums are like, Cool. We'll never think of this again and just enjoy these billions of dollars. Meanwhile, the companies that write these gigantic checks have to make their money back. And so they base the, the, the popcorn and the beer and the soda on what everyone else is doing. And that's like, that means like the high end. So mm-hmm. Staples Center in L.A., Madison Square Garden in New York City, whatever that is, it's going to be in the stadium that, that you are in. And what... The, the Mercedes-Benz, the people who owned uh, that stadium decided was that they would actually sell more if it was lower price concessions. And, you know, having been there over the weekend, I will say that it is, <laughs> it is a charming throwback to, like, the, the aughts. So it was like, oh, it's only $12 for a premium beer. Mm. Hooray! <laughs> As opposed to like uh, uh, going there and, and having it be twenty five or or thirty dollars, which I've seen. If you want like a a craft beer thing, I've I've seen prices that high. So it was it was good. It, it was it was interesting to to see like most of the food around, you know the 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 low double digits as opposed to like a twenty five dollar hot dog or or something like that. Yeah, that's but, pretty cool. Yeah, that's, so that's there an we go. interesting 
Yeah, there you go. That's the Planet Money 874. We'll have the link in the show notes. Do they let you run a tab or do you have to pay as you go? At the stadium? Yeah. Yeah, you're just, that's, that's, you're just. Pay as you go. Yeah. You just buy your stuff and then walk back to your How seat. far off until we're doing do, those uh, Disney bracelets where it's just like, boop, 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 boop. You want to know what? I think that that, that might have been a solution in a world where contactless payment hadn't become so widespread. Because I think the people yeah. that would want to do that, you can do that now on your phone. And almost all major places like that, they all have contactless. And a so, lot of the cards do that too. Like yeah. my cards have a tapper on, have a, a tap thing, but it's just a lot, of, not only a few places have that, but more places are getting the tap now. And I like the tap. It's quicker. It's quicker than swiping or inserting or anything. I don't know. I'm pro tap. Tap it up. I'm tapping in goblin mode. You son of a <laughs> You're not doing anything in goblin mode. You're I'm just sitting around. I'm tapping. I would like goblin mode better. I would like it better if you were doing more exciting stuff, but you're not. It should be just sloth mode. You're going goblin mode on this conversation, honestly. It should be sleepy man mode. Something that's a little bit more. We'll point that out. Brandy, you pick? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, let me make sure I'm doing this right, but, okay. um, uh, I, I, uh, I got one if you need a minute, uh, go for it. Okay. Uh, I, I don't exactly remember who recommended this, um, but I ended up turning this on over the weekend and really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I don't like historical period stuff just in general. Um, but I really, really dug, uh, 1899, on Netflix. Okay. 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 How, how how far did you go? I am uh, two or three episodes in. Okay. So it gets better. Uh, that is a. Did you think it was bad? I I I felt like it hit an uncanny valley. Okay. What is this you, show? So this is a this is a mystery puzzle box type of show. It starts off on a on a on a cruise ship in 1899. Um, a bunch of Passengers from a bunch of different nationalities, all speaking different languages, are on this transatlantic uh, trip, and they receive a signal from another ship that they believe was lost four months ago. So, okay. so, so, uh, roughly uh, uh, an analog of you know the the Olympia and the Titanic. You know, the Titanic went down, the Olympia went to go rescue them. Mm-hmm. Uh, only in this case, the ship that went down has not been heard of for four months. Uh, a lot of weird stuff like, uh, like, well, we started receiving a signal. It's like, okay, is there any indication that this is from the ship? They uh, do have, they do give their reasons. Uh, I only watched the first episode, so so okay. there may be a lot of unfolding that happens. There, there's like, in that specific example, they're like, our company is the only one that uses these transponders, and it's, and these transponders only work at certain distances that would match up with these cord. It's it, they do have an explanation for some of that stuff. Okay. Um, I, I dig it after, after um, two or three episodes. Um, I, I don't know what they're trying to do with it is, is weird. Like the, I think it's because like the opening graphics and stuff are very cool. It's like this very like intricate CG sort of thing, kind of inceptiony, just yeah. a lot of CG models floating around and they're all kind of collapsing in different ways. Um, and it feels very high tech, but then it takes place in 1899 where it's very low tech, but then does it? Cause then there's also some other stuff that I, it's, it, it is, it's, it's, it's a mystery. And I think it's an interesting one so far. 
there, there's also some like flashes that indicate that uh, is this all in her mind or, or it's like the, the, the opening character. Very first thing she does is look in the mirror and say, I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a result, we e- assume that there is some unreliable is narrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm confused immediately <laughs> because it's 1899, yeah. right? Yeah. What are they doing in a talkie? <laughs> Fair enough. That's, Fair enough. You know what? Yeah. We'll, we'll ask it to uh, them. But, uh, but I'm, uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I'd say give it a try. Give it a couple of episodes. It's on Netflix. And I'll, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. It's, um, it is weird. Like, there's enough stuff that I look at about it and go, how much of this is like... How much of this is the the idea of the mystery versus how much of this is like Netflix's ability to be very cross demo? You know, I think it's very strange. Just they're they haven't really addressed why like everyone speaks different languages, vis- audibly different German and and Taiwanese and French and and Danish, um, but they all pretty much understand each other anyway. I hope it ends in a World Cup. Oh, that would be fun. World Cup, 1989. They just, no, yeah. 1899. Yeah, they just at the end. like No, oh. they teleport to 1989. We'll I, I love this, that even more. We'll settle this the only way we know how. Kick. A kick. World Cup. <laughs> uh, so so, so um, I, I, I'm, I'm on the fence on uh, 1899. I'll, I'll continue to watch it. Uh, I'm also on the fence because I'm being pulled in two different directions. There is a, a, a new trailer for The Last of Us uh, created by the Emmy award-winning creator of Chernobyl, of Craig Mazin, a show that yep. I like very, very much, yeah. based on a video game that I loved beyond yep. words, played it twice. Um, and however, I am aware of the reputation that, mm, give or take, 100% of all video games have of being like, that was a great video game. Probably should have stayed a great video yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am terrified that it won't be good, but it might be. It I, certainly has. I'm, I'm here for it. It has every opportunity to be good, it's right? Got, uh, it, it, Pedro Pascal. In it, it. it was. It was a priority for HBO. It has uh, 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 you know uh, two standouts from Game of Thrones uh, with Pedro Pascal and the the chick who was the mean Ella uh, Ramsey. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, she was. She was like the mean child. Uh, child ruler. Like the, the, oh, the yeah. little girl who was yes. always mean to everybody. Um, so, yeah, like it, it's got a, a, a built in audience that, that should be ready to see it. Uh, and yet I can understand where you're like, oh, man, well, are you, are, and, are you, are you going to know why this story is good? And can this story be replicated? How much do you need to stray from the video game to make it a good television show. And, and this is also the part that I should probably remind myself that, that even if it's just God awful, terrible, that takes nothing away from the original experience. Um, a lot of people, you know, whether it was like uh, so many people were predisposed to dislike uh, cowboy bebop before it even came out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, same with uh, the dark tower. It's like, Oh, you can't possibly tell that they already did it. It's already perfect as is um, like, yes, but that in no way means we shouldn't hope that yet another cool version of it would, would happen. You know, like, yeah. uh, like uh, for example, take, take uh, uh, Justin and my's current love affair with Andor, you know, it's like, it's it's just a straight up spy movie in the vein of Battlestar Galactica happens to be set in Star Wars 
it's unique and original and I love it for all the reasons that everyone else should. Um, uh, and, and if they can get anywhere near that, I, I hope they do. Yeah. Uh, so how, I mean, uh, what, uh, is this just because this is an adaptation that that's got your haunches up or was it uh, something in that yeah, trailer yeah. you didn't like? Uh, not only is it an adaptation of a video game, but also historically speaking, uh, what would it be fair to say that 90% of video games turned into movies or TV shows are not good? Yeah. Like, like yes, it's, it's but, a very poor batting average. But all of them are, are, are generally movies, I would say. Yeah. Where this being a TV series um, is, I feel like... That that's the problem with a lot of these movie things is like they just have to be cut down to be ninety minutes or two hours, and they're these long stories that are longer than that. Yeah, uh, uh, and and uh, in the chat they're saying Arcane. Yes, a hundred percent. I I thought Arcane was quite good. But that's not a that's, uh, I mean that's from the League of Legends like universe. From I the guess. people who made yeah. But it's like that game doesn't have a story. That's that's the brochure that you want. They walk in with like right. Um, oh, I will say this. Yeah. My uh, talking to my brother who uh, was we were watching the game yesterday. Uh, his son, my my nephew, six years old, is dialed in to Super Mario Brothers, the 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 the, the feature film. Oh, oh yeah, coming out. Yeah, uh, very much into it. And I was like, oh, you know, like oh, there's all the controversy. And he's like, what? And I'm like, oh, that they used Chris Pratt as the voice, and they didn't use. And they're like just did not get it right like so i i would having talked to him and realizing oh no kids love mario kids want to see the mario man on the big screen yeah. I, I i i have a feeling it's going to do gigantic box office and all of the angry nerds online uh whether they like it or not is not going to matter one lick i mean it's one of those things where it's like uh there have been a few moments in my life that things were better than I ever, ever dared hope they would be. You know, the first Iron Man, uh, seeing Doctor Strange brought to life on the big screen. Um, and yes, these are movies, but but even in television, you know, Arcane, I, I, I don't even, I, I played League of Legends once, but it was like, wow, uh, that way overperformed. Sure. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that'll be the case for this one as well. I, I guess in terms of comp comparable projects, I am not aware of a television series that adapts that is adapting a video game's entire actual story versus Arcane, which sets it in the universe versus the Super Mario Brothers movie, which is kind of going to be its own thing. Like Maybe. this is telling the story of that, uh, resuming that game at one for one, which I would hope is better in a TV space versus a movie space. The the closest I can think of, and it's not a video game, but it would be um, uh, uh, The Walking Dead, like, uh, mm. especially in the early days, you know, when I was still watching it. Yeah. <laughs> well, but also The Walking Dead is, you know, the, the only real, like, premise that it has is where the zombie story that doesn't end. Right. Like that was like Robert Kirkman's ideas. Well, what happens after the credits roll? Right. So like, it's brilliant in more, that more tedium and backstabbing. Yeah, we and always, society. We, we yeah. always find a warehouse and we always think that this is going to be the warehouse and then the zombies get in and that's that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously that, that comic book told all sorts of really cool stories what? that and, the show told them kind of crappier, but, but still like people loved, 
the tension. They love the horror, and that's why it's still going, right? Isn't it? I, no, I think I they're, think they're just about to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I, I feel like I like just the last episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The Walking Dead this year. It looks like this year is the final year. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, mm-hmm. uh, part of the confusion in the mix is the fact that I deeply, deeply loved Chernobyl and and uh, and have come to really deeply appreciate uh, Pedro Pascal. Like, I want to go back and see everything he's ever done. He's he's so talented. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of there there are a lot of good signs on this, right? You have Pedro Pascal, who's like a big a big name, capital A actor. Um, you've got HBO. HBO doesn't like do this necessarily. This is not an HBO Max thing. This is an HBO thing. Um, eh, I wouldn't I'm be optimistic. shocked if it gets doesn't get renewed. You really? Not 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 for any reason for its quality. I mean, it might. They made be, four it, seasons of Westworld. Do you think that they're they're gonna? I I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, Warner Brothers is under new management these days, and uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, they are they are tidying up their books either to get sold or to do a thing where they do three prestige HBO dramas and the rest is Chip and Joanna Gaines making a lamp like for 11 cents that they can shoot at all times. And that's, that's going to be their output. So this is because it is a big thing. I think anything that's not DC or, uh, uh, you know, game of Thrones universe or whatever, like, it's either going to perform and it's going to do big numbers and they're going to say, great, another piece of intellectual property that we can mine uh, uh, forever. Or it'll be like, well, took a scratch off lottery ticket, spent a bunch of money. That was what that was what the old crew, new crew says. We're only adapting Arknoid. <laughs> oh, Arknoid. goodness. That'll be pretty cheap. Get me Arknoid! <laughs> From my trailer. Uh, did you have a, 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 a... So that's kind of a tentative pick for you, Brian, The Last of Us. Okay, it's it's what's occupied my brain that is not a repeat of something I've talked about elsewhere. There we go. Yeah, they had that trailer just come out. So uh, uh, check it out, The Last of Us. Yep. Alrighty, guys. Well, that's going to do it for the Weird Things podcast. Uh, everybody keeping it weird? We're staying weird? Yeah, yeah I'm undecided. Uh, well... I can tell you it's been weird. The Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. 